I'm Jim Ford. And I'm Chad Bokelman. And this is The Lantern Cast. Episode 92. Okay, so, uh, so we got a, a bunch of little things to cover on, in this, uh, this episode. Uh, let's see, first off, we, well, we just went to Super Show. Uh, for all of our listeners, uh, part of this episode is recorded after Super Show, and then part of it is recorded before Super Show. So, uh, yeah, this is this is kind of like, you know, a, a, a bridge of some sort. Yeah, we, we time travel here at the Lantern Cast. Didn't you people know that? That works. <laughs> so, uh, while we were at Super Show, we, of course, got to see Sean Pryor, who is the president of Action Labs. It's Action Labs, right? Action Lab. Action Lab. Yeah, he's the president. He's the president. Sorry. He's not just a member, he's the president. That's right. So, uh, he had copies of Fracture, which I have not gotten to read my copy of Fracture yet. Oh, come on. I know. But I did get to read back in the day. Awesome. You you read it? Yes, I did. Speaking of time travel. Yes. Uh, back in the day, it's, let's see, it's it's written by Dave Duant, right? Yeah. And... Drawn it's, by it's, Daniel Logan. Yes, and it's every uh, every geeky kid's dream. <laughs> I think it's every kid's dream. <laughs> True. True. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's very similar to the concept of hot tub time machine. Yes. <laughs> um, in that you have these these guys that are, you know, I, I would say late twenties, maybe. Yeah, that works. Late twenties. Late twenties, early thirties, roughly that age, and uh, somebody builds a time machine. You know, one of them builds a time machine, and they decide to go back in time and try and, uh, uh, to put it lightly, push their younger selves to have better social lives with the ladies. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and yeah, hilarity ensues from there. And there are lessons learned in the end. Oh yes. Quite a few lessons learned. Now, uh, Dave, Dave had this on his his blog, like a, a, a few preview pages, like uh, a few months ago, a bunch of months ago. And I, I know you you got to read them then also, as did I. Like that that was the first that we had seen this. And like after reading just the few preview pages, I was completely hooked. Mm-hmm. One of the first things I picked up at Super Show was back in the day. Yes. Yeah, same here. Got it from Dave's table. Got this. It's the signature series. Mm. So they're signed and numbered. Now I read this book at work just the other day, and like the the thing that hit me afterwards, uh, there were there were two two aspects that hit me afterwards. One, it was really awesome, and I wish that there was more to it because I enjoyed reading it so much. Mm-hmm. The second thing was. Damn, I wish I had bought a second copy to loan out to friends and family. Because mm. there's no way I'm letting that, that first copy out of my sight. I love that. It was it was so great. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I don't want to give any spoilers away, but I'm not sure how it's going to be available online or if it is. It will be. Uh, okay. They're setting up a, a website for it uh, very soon. Uh, and it will also be available... Uh, in a, a digital format, but I, I don't remember the the carrier for that. Okay. Um, and I, I believe Fracture will be available digitally as well very soon. Mm-hmm. 
Fracture now, you know, the the next production from Action Lab. It's it's actually in this month's previews. And you have the code for that, Chad? Yeah, uh, it's May one one zero seven eight three. So you've you've heard us talk about Fracture a bunch of times in the past, and uh, now is finally your chance to own it if you did not get the Kickstarter edition, which I have, and I will I'll probably be reading that by by this weekend when I get some time. But uh, yeah, it, it's your opportunity to own it. You know, call your your local comic book shop and ask for it. Tell them to order it. We'll be talking more about this in the coming month. But uh, yeah, everybody, you know, Fracture. You definitely want to get your hands on this because, like, you know, the creative team alone is. I mean, I I've read stuff by by this creative team, you know, numerous times, and every time I do, it's enjoyable. And you know, I I've met tons of people from Action Lab, and you know. I, I would buy it based on their character. You know, I mean, aside from the quality, like, I would buy these things based on their character as people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, Sean Pryor is, he's such a stand-up guy. Like, you know, you, you meet you meet a lot of people like that when you go to CGS, you know, Super Show. But, like, outside of that, it's it's not it's not as frequent that you would meet a guy like him. Mm-hmm. And you know he's he's definitely worth supporting, you know, in terms of creative endeavors because you know you're always going to get something awesome out of it. And I'll say this about Fracture: it's a it's a quick read, but it's a good read. <laughs> okay, it's I mean now that could be partly due to the fact that I've been excited to read it for all this time, but it it's a quick read, but it's a good read. It's a very good read, and so it's it's worth it to. Go to your retailer, your LCS, and ask for that for, for Fractured. Awesome. And it's a three-issue miniseries. Very cool. Okay, so uh, next up we have a couple of movie things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Shall we discuss the new trailer first? I think we should. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's a new trailer making the rounds, and uh, it's, it's pretty awesome. Holy mother of God, it's awesome. There, there's no... Don't don't hold back, Jim. <laughs> don't don't just say it's it's pretty. Holy mother, it's awesome. <laughs> it it really like with this preview, like with past previews, you know, it got me interested in seeing it. It got me a little excited. But this one, it's like it's like wow, this really has like an amazing chance at just being absolutely epic. Mhm. And it, and, and, and we get to hear Kilowog for the first time, <laughs> voiced by Michael Clark Duncan. Oh, man. Yeah, and you, you get to see a little bit of uh, an action scene between Hal and Sinestro. Oh, my God, they sword fight. It's so awesome. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. And we, we won't say it, but there is something that you need to see in this trailer if you haven't seen it already. Yeah. Yeah, right there at the beginning. It is so cool. And and hey, one of the one of the problems I had, one of the, my little lingering doubts about this movie were two people, Hector Hammond and Carol Ferris. And this one showcases Hector Hammond in a way that I can buy this character. You know, you know? Yeah, well it's it's Peter Sarsgaard. And mm-hmm. 
like everything that I've seen him in previously, he's done a really good job acting. So I mean, like I, I never really had any any doubts about him. In fact, you know, everybody that I I've heard of from the cast, and most of them I have, they're you know fairly proven actors and actresses. Um, the only one that like I'm a little questionable on is Blake Lively, and that's only because like I never watched Gossip Girl, so I don't know, you know, I don't I don't know how, how her acting is. Um, I think her acting is fine. What I'm concerned about is am I going to buy her as Carol Ferris? And I'm talking the independence, the attitude, with the the kind of obsessed about how, but underneath the surface kind of a thing. Right, yeah. I, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, can she pull off the multi-layered character? Well, like the other question that I have is, is it so much that can she pull it off? as did they write the character with that kind of depth. True. Because, like, that is a very... If you write it the way that she is in the comics, it's a very complicated character. Or at least it can be, with with Jeff Johns writing it. So, I mean, like, you have to wonder, will the, you know, will the people writing the movie want to make her that complicated, or will they just want to simplify her so that you can focus more on how... You know, and everybody else in the movie. Yeah. Car- Carol Ferris is complicated, and for those of you who aren't as... I mean, because there are a lot of people out there who aren't familiar with, with her backstory. I mean, you've got you've got a girl here whose father is basically kind of responsible for Hal Jordan's father's death. He was so sick over the guilt that he handed the company over to Carol, and she's in love with Hal, but wants to be independent and be respectful of her father... And there's this whole warring side with her, and added to the fact her whole history as a star sapphire. It's it's almost like you, as 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 fans of the of the of the history of these characters, I think Dan said it best. It was when, back when we saw the little uh, short story in the uh, Tales of the uh, of the Blackest Night, where she accepts the star sapphire ring solely because she sees Hal in trouble again. If we see. Carol Ferris in this movie as a lovesick puppy dog and nothing more, it's almost going to be like breaking her down back to how she almost seemed back when she first appeared in the 60s. Well, even when she first appeared back in the 60s, like, she still had that, you know, dichotomy where, you know, she wanted to be with Hal, but then, you know, she couldn't be with Hal because she was his boss. Which, like, to me is, you know, a far more superior, you know, character choice to go with than just a simple damsel in distress. Yeah. And, like, I, I the other thing that I'm wondering is they may, you know, end up saving a lot of her characterization for the second movie. But really, like, I, in order to make her believable beyond, you know, just Carol Ferris... You really have to, you know, spend some time, you know, giving her some character development in the first one. And I will say this, because this isn't really a spoiler, so nobody get upset, but the the whole Hector Hammond thing, one of my favorite parts of this new trailer is he, you know, goes through what the process that it takes to give him, you know, the whole deformed head and all that. And his father is looking at him kind of freaked out, and there's other people standing around him. He's like, we'll get you some help, son. We'll get you back to the way you were. 
and he's like hunched over and he looks up at his father and he says, help, I've never felt better. And yeah. then he freaks out. And that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's it's going to be awesome. Uh, one, of, one of the things, because I, I, I did a shout out on the forum, so I'm going to do the shout out here. Uh, the Modern Myth Media Podcast. Mm-hmm. Have, have you heard of that or checked out that? No, not yet. Okay. Uh, basically, they talk about comics and movies, comics and film. And um, they're pretty cool. You know, they've got an all Green Lantern episode. They're only episode, eight episodes in. But uh, one of the things they were talking about in the Green Lantern movies, all the Easter eggs that are going to be in there. And I never really thought about that. I just kind of, as a fan, I've always kind of just figured somehow that they'd be like, Oh, and you know, say the, the name Stell and Budica and all that stuff in the movie. But I, the only way they do that is if you know they're walking through a, ca- a crowd of people and Tomar's like, oh, and that's Stell and that's Budica and blah blah blah. blah. There's no way we're going to hear all these names. So it's it's cool that when we see all these images released of all these characters and we as fans can point them out and go, oh man, check out Hanu and all this stuff. That I don't think they're going to name names. It's almost like this whole movie in the background is going to be Easter eggs for us at every turn. <laughs> well, it's going to be basically like, like Star Wars. Yes. Like, you know, how George Lucas named all of those characters in the script, but, you know, you have no idea who Yak Face is watching it. You only know that when the figure comes out. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that, that's true. I, I think they'll definitely introduce us to you know, quite a few of them. In fact, I, I'm guessing that whoever we're getting an action figure of, that's probably somebody that they're going to, you know, reference at least passing, passingly, in, you know, in name. Do you really think that they'll say something about Rotlop fan? I hope so. Well, he, he's got, he's got a, a deluxe figure. Okay. Okay. Oh, you know what? For all I know, it could have an integral part. I don't know. It's uh, just like, if when you're, that's a lot of backstory, you know. <laughs> not really. It's like when you know, as they're introducing Hal to the core, you know, like they'll be, you know, explaining. It's like you know, you know, you know, Hanu here is a rock, you know, has rock-like skin, you know, and you know he tries not to use his ring as much, and here's Rotlop Fan, a being from a world with no concept of light. So he has to think of the core in terms of sound, you know, like a, a simple sentence like that, you know, explains Rotlop fan, you know, in a, in the whole context of the Green Lantern core. Okay. All right. Well, okay. there are three, three main points I think we should touch on about this trailer. First off, I mean, we've been, we kind of briefly mentioned it, Kilowog. How does he look? How does he sound? How does he act? How do you like all that? From what I see, I love it. I mean, like, you know, it's like everything about it is is pretty much perfect, you know, from casting, the look. I mean, I think he looks a little more human than I would like. Especially in the eyes. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like I like Pigface. Pigface Kilowog. <laughs> but, I mean, you know. It works. And and what's what's cool is that they chose to put him in the trailer. Our first our first scene of him talking uh, is a scene where he knocks Hal on his ass. Yeah. 
and says something to the effect of, remember, uh, your your enemy's not going to take it easy on you, or whatever. And I, I think if, if James can do it, he can do it. If not, he'll probably throw. You know, if if he can, James throw in the uh, the audio from that met from that Kilowog part. You know, right here. Just you know, let everybody listen to it. Remember, your enemy is not gonna play fair. And uh, I, the the fact that he says what he says, that one line is that's Kilowog. Yeah. He will knock you on the ass and just to teach you a lesson. Yeah. Okay, and we see, the other thing I was going to say, we see more constructs, a flamethrower, some swords. Oh, the flamethrower. Uh-huh. It's a green flamethrower, but it produces regular color fire. Okay, but you don't you don't know that it's, like, not, like, maybe tapping in, because they're in an air, air, like, a hangar when this is happening, or in a science lab or something. You don't know that he's not, like, somehow tapping into a tank near him. I mean, it's not like it's a super high quality up, you know, close up of what the construct is. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's true, but I mean, uh, I don't know. Whatever, I'll accept it. And the swords. <laughs> and the swords. Yeah. <laughs> you would you, you people out there? You would think a sword fight is not that uh, intriguing, but when they're construct swords. And there are two aliens, and these there's, there's an alien fighting Hal Jordan on the surface of Oa with construct swords. Just just think about that. Awesome. Was that the was was it, were there any more points? Oh, our first our first close up of the Guardians. We we haven't we seen them before? No. I could have sworn they they showed that in a previous trailer. No, we've seen we've seen images of them, and in the in the WonderCon footage we saw them. In their citadel, but their citadel was kind of like a raised platform above the city, with little like lifted uh, throne seats around this circle. But we never saw a close up of them. I think they look better than the preview images that I saw. Oh, the artist rendering kind of stuff we saw. Oh, uh, actually, towards the very beginning. I think. Well, I'm guessing that then the the action figures are probably based on maybe concept artwork. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like you, you don't you don't see much. It's very quick that they do show the guardians. I don't know. They look uh, they look better. They definitely look better now. And one of the things I noticed about them that completely sold me on them, the way they look is they look like cold calculating aliens. <laughs> I mean, don't they? I don't. I don't know. We we gotta wait and see on that one. They they look detached in my eyes. Oh, speaking of uh, movie stuff. If you go to like the the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup website, mm-hmm. since they they have like this big Green Lantern promotion that's going to be going very soon, and actually you know it's out now. You can actually find those Reese's Peanut Butter Cups out now. The website has like a whole bunch of bios for uh, you know all different alien Green Lanterns that are going to be in the movie. And we should just go ahead and say, grand prize for this contest that Reese's is throwing is a chance to ride in a fighter jet pilot and while they're doing all kinds of barrel rolls and tricks and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that that's cool, but I guess we should also say that the, the awesome, really awesome second prize is uh, a $14,000 Green Lantern replica ring. Yeah, that's first prize. Second prize is the uh, the game... And third prize is like a whole bunch of movie tickets to go see the movie. Yeah. 
And Doritos is also doing something. Yeah, win free tickets, or if you don't win free tickets, you get uh, a part of a digital comic. Yes. It's like, uh, I think there's uh, four parts to the, the whole thing. It's basically kind of what Dr. Pepper was doing with the Thor movie. Huh. I don't know if you, did you see that or take part in that? No. Basically, you would get a can and go online, and every, I want to say every week, they would release a new part of a digital comic featuring Thor as you got closer and closer to the movie. Right. And uh, Brisk Ice Tea is going to have a special Green Lantern flavor for the summer. I think it's uh, Mango something or other. Hmm. That's cool. You didn't hear about that? I'm not a tea person, though. Yeah, the, the Brisk flavor is Mango Dragon Fruit. So I'm I'm definitely interested in trying that. Actually, you know that's funny because a while ago, uh, when they they first came out with uh, I think it was dragon fruit rum. One one of the you know big makers of rum uh, made a dragon fruit flavor, and I was very curious to try it. So I picked it up, and I like I ran out of soda one day, and I you know really wanted to have a drink. So I'm like, okay, well, what do I mix with this this dragon fruit rum? And the only thing that I had was like the the green tea, the uh, Arizona green tea with honey. So I'm like, oh, well, I'll try it. It actually went together like really well. Hmm. So so ma- mango dragon fruit green tea. I'll uh, I'll definitely be interested in checking that out. Yeah, I'll give it. I'll I'll give it a shot. Okay, so moving right along, uh, one more major movie thing to talk about, the toys. Yeah, the toys. <laughs> can, can we can we complain about the ring, please? We'll, we'll do that. We'll do that in a minute. We'll do that in a minute. All right. But, uh, yes, they were supposed to be out May 1st, uh, Sunday of Super Show, and Jason didn't have much luck finding anything. But uh, the very next day, I went out and I found I found quite a, quite a few things out there. So let's see. First, we'll talk about Toys R Us. And you you can go online and you know do searches, and they'll give you like you know the full list of everything that you can find. But basically, Toys R Us they have uh, a pallet of Green Lantern toys that they finally brought to the floor. You've got those you know Green Lantern figures with the transforming weapon uh, with their, like, it's like plastic origami, they call it. How does that look, by the way? It looks okay. You know, like, it's, it's 12, well, at Kmart, it was $12 for one of those things. It's like a deluxe figure. Comes with a figure, comes with, you know, this transforming construct. Um, Tomore has a scorpion that transforms from a shield, uh, and there's two different versions of Hal. One transforms, uh, what does he have? A blaster that transforms into a, a hand. And the other one was a buzzsaw that transformed into a cannon kind of thing. Hmm. And, like, you know, the, my, my big issue is that, like, one of those things looks very good on all of them. Like, the scorpion looks awesome, the fist looks awesome, you know, the hand, and uh, the cannon looks awesome. But the things that they transform it, you know, from, that are, you know, just kind of like smushed down versions of the the really cool construct, sometimes don't really look that great. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, like the hand transforms from a blaster. The blaster basically looks like a folded up hand. You know, I mean, it's like that's that's not really much of a blaster. It's just you know your hand looks like he's holding a, a folding chair that hasn't been unfolded yet. <laughs> uh, and uh, same thing with the the scorpion for Tomar Ray. It transforms from a shield. It looks more like like a platform that he would stand on because the thing is so bulky. I don't know. Like if those things go on sale, I could see myself like you know trying to find one cheap and just checking it out to see how the action feature works. But now these are the high detail figures, right? The ones with the shiny paint and everything, like Rotlop fan. No, no. These are just the the, the tiny little three and three quarter inch figures. Okay. Um. And they, and they all have their own, like, special decos that you won't find in the singular figures. And actually, that's that's kind of why, one of the reasons why, you know, I was really looking at the Hal Jordan with uh, the cannon, because it's a very unique, you know, paint scheme. It makes absolutely no sense to anything that we've ever seen in the comics. Maybe it'll make sense to something we've seen in the movie, but uh, it's just it's just neat to look at. But you have all those figures. You have, uh, I think, like basically two waves out right now of the three and three quarter inch figures. You have the deluxe figures, which are fifteen dollars at Toys R Us, and that you have Rodlop Fan, Tomar Ray, or Hal Jordan. They all come with a piece, um, a build a figure piece to a larger figure. Um, oh, just just say it. Come on. I'm not gonna say it. I listen. It, it, once they go to the store, they'll say it. Okay. Um, you got uh, at, at, at Kmart they had the I don't know if it's 10 inch or 12 inch larger size figures and those have light up emblems and rings that's pretty cool uh, there is some other like you know little odds and ends here like other like little toys that are basically along the same kind of line Hal Jordan in a battle suit um, and then everybody has the the mask with a light up version of the ring but now to to get back to what you were saying both the light up version of the ring that comes with the mask as well as any of the figures any of the rings that come with the three and three quarter inch figures is a very very tiny ring Mm -hmm. now tiny when it comes to the finger hole yes yes it's 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 actually a very bulky ring but the, the finger hole is very tiny and, and to give you all, because I'm sure you've all seen my hands, I have average-sized hands, okay? This thing fits snugly without being stretched open on the second knuckle of my pinky finger, just to give you all a frame of reference. Yeah, yeah, same here. And it sticks up from my hand probably about a full inch. Yeah, it's it's a very, very tiny ring. Now, I mean, like, granted, these are for kids, and... The, the Deluxe series, eventually they'll have another Hal Jordan that just comes with uh, an adult-sized die-cast ring. Or you can go to Toys R Us and they're going to have a, a die-cast ring and keychain set, and that die-cast ring is supposed to fit adults as well. Although you have to wonder, like, with the size of this ring, it's so tiny that, I don't, I don't know, like, I, I, I think kids might even have some issues with this ring. Uh, I don't know. I think I think if you look at the figures, the three and three quarters, like I got, I have the Kilowog, right? And and if and they don't have much articulation, mm-hmm. 
Um, for instance, the Kilowog, he doesn't uh, have any wrist movement. He doesn't have any elbow or knee movement, no ankle. Um, I'm not sure if he can twist his hips or not, but for, I know for sure he can bend his legs at the hips, bend his arms at the shoulder, and move his head, and that's it. Right. And and they're they're pretty thick pieces of plastic, so I think those are are actually meant for kids. And let's 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 face it. I mean, they don't put out toys in the regular direct market, specifically with us in mind. So it makes sense that they give the smaller, more durable, kind of mass-produced, non-collectible toys a kid's ring. That's true. And I'll, I'll say just for my own reference, the uh, the Kilowog. His little construct is just a green fireball that fits on the end of his his uh, fist, and I love that because in the comics, Kilowog doesn't really make much constructs. He just kind of uses his his uh, his ring like a cannon. Well, there's a reason for that, though. Okay. Those like both Kilowog and Hanu come with that fireball type uh, construct, mm-hmm. and the reason is that. Basically, all the other constructs that come with any figure can be used for any other figure, except for the extra large size figures like Kilowog or Hanu. And so they gave them that action figure blast, so it acts like an adapter. So you put the blast on their hand, and the blast will fit into the other constructs. Uh, I was wondering what that little uh, cylinder prong piece at the end of that blast was. There you go. Okay. And I, I will say this. This uh, Kilowog figure does not stand up unless his... With with a, with a blast on his hand connected to his arm, he, he does not stand up straight unless his hand is sticking straight up in the air. <laughs> Otherwise, he'll fall over. Well, maybe if you bent him at the wrist. But you can't do that. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, you know, I saw the Hanu figure, and you know, obviously these are very tiny figures. They they're meant for kids. They don't have the greatest detailing, but like you know, I, I looked at the Hanu, and I'm like, oh man, I'm like, if you took that figure, and you know, you went to like Michaels or Home Depot or one of them, and you got some of that uh, spray paint that makes things look like stone. Mm-hmm. You just spray up Hanu, like, that would be really sick looking. Like, they have an image on the back of the Hanu package that shows, like, what he actually looks like in terms of rock and everything like that. And he looks fantastic. And I was very tempted to pick up Hanu and just, like, go get the spray paint and customize him like that. Now, you got Rotlop fan? Of course. Okay. How's he look? He looks good. He looks really good. Um, the one... Does he come with an F-sharp bell? No. That was the one thing that I think like would have just been the absolute best touch. I mean, I completely 100% understand why they didn't. Because like the way that the F-sharp bell sticks off of his hand in the comic, it would make it like, you know, the easiest thing to break right off. So, you know, they they keep it simple and just give him an, an actual ring, but but man, how awesome would it have been if they gave him the actual F-sharp bell? Now, the packaging for Rot and Tomar and Hal, does it show the next possible waves or only the ones that are in that wave? Because I really want to know what the, the you know, Rotlop fan-style Kilowog looks like. Well, they don't show the other figures. And in actuality, they 
they wouldn't show Kilowog anyway because he's not going to be in that series. What? You'll only be able to get Kilowog and the Green Man from MaddieCollector.com. Like full-size, metallic paint, full-detail Kilowog. Correct. Yes. What happened was those figures are much bigger. Like, the Kilowog is actually in scale with the, the, the Hal Jordan from that wave. So he's like a, tool, a full two or three heads taller? Exactly. So, I mean, like, it's a really massive figure, and, like, for the price, you know, the cost of the figure, they can't, they, you know, they, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't be able to make Kilowog and the Green Man in that scale for direct market. So, you know, they'll make less, and they'll put them on MattyCollector.com, so that, you know, that's, you know, it's not, it's not a perfect system. I know a lot of people don't like MattyCollector.com. They have a lot of issues, and they sell out, like, within, you know, the first few minutes. But, uh... Have they already made that Kilowog available? No, no, it's... Actually, I think it'll first be available at San Diego Comic-Con. So, you got a little bit of a wait. But, like, they... There's a, a video circulating right now from Attack of the Show that had some previews of the San Diego uh, exclusives. And they actually show a comparison of Kilowog next to Hal Jordan. And it's pretty sweet. I mean, like, like I, I was thinking, it's like, ah, I don't care about, you know, a large-sized Kilowog, you know. But when you see it standing next to the Hal Jordan figure, it's like, that's pretty cool. He looks good? Oh, yeah. He looks he looks good. And just, like, the the fact that he's you know, in that kind of same scale, you know, whereas it's not like Hal Jordan is standing next to Kilowog and they're both the same exact height. Hmm. Very neat. Okay. I see the Gahoo. I mean, not, not the Gahoo, the Green Man. Right. I don't see uh, Kilowog anywhere on their site. Oh, well. Anyway. Oh, and uh, just uh, as a heads up, we mentioned the Green Lantern diecast ring with the keychain at Toys R Us. Uh, Toys R Us also has these two packs of figures with uh, some sort of uh, exclusive decos. So, like right now, they have Abin Sir and Hal Jordan and a Hal Jordan with Tomar Ray. And I think that may be the only way to get Abin Sir right now. I'm not 100% sure of that. But it's definitely the only way to get him right now. But down the road, I don't know if that's a different deco or not. But uh, that, those doesn't really make any sense to get those, though, because they don't come with any Build-A-Figure pieces. And they were originally supposed to come with a die-cast ring, and they don't come with that. And they actually cost more than if you had bought two of the deluxe figures. They're like $32 or so, as opposed to $15 a piece for the deluxe figures. Oh, so, I mean, I'm sorry. I just found Kilowog. Okay. Oh, we should post pictures of this on the uh, thread for this uh, episode. There are also is going to be a, a, a Comic-Con... Ex- for those of you who are interested, there's going to be a Carol Ferris Barbie in, in her little flight suit. Right. I don't know, man. I might have to buy a Barbie. <laughs> and it wouldn't be the first. Shut your face, man. But other, other retailer exclusives, Walmart is going to have... Uh, two packs of, you know, like, you get one Green Lantern figure, and you get one of the Guardians. And that's the only way you'll be able to buy the Guardians right now. 
and Target is going to have exclusive light-up action figures, the regular three-and-a-three-quarter wave, but with light-up features. And, uh, oh, and Kmart, of course, will have the two-pack of Hal Jordan, uh, I believe is a pilot, and his father, Martin Jordan. I guess that's a pretty firm confirmation that we'll see the whole crash scene. I would imagine. That's the one that I really want. I definitely want a uh, full detail Sinestro. Yeah. And, you know, obviously there'll be more stuff as uh, the movie uh, gets closer. And uh, we'll keep everybody updated on that. Now, as we talk about merchandise, I guess we'll shift right into the the next segment of the, uh, the episode. Uh, now, Chad, you and John recorded kind of like a, a supersized Larflees report. Yeah, I had gotten behind on my Larflees reports, um, and uh, not to mention the fact that with the Green Lantern movie coming up, there's a lot of merchandise that's going to be out there. Uh, so I just kind of grabbed John last minute, and uh, we recorded an episode. Um, Jim couldn't be there, so we just went ahead and, and hammered that out. You'll hear some references maybe to the uh, to Super Show and everything, you know, and we'll, we'll just get in our... Uh, to, to steal from, from Murd from Comic Geek Speak. We'll get in our little time bubble and uh, go back to a couple days before Super Show and uh, take a listen to that. Um, talked about a lot of cool stuff. Now, before we play it, like, what's the one thing that, uh, that I should be looking out for coming out very soon? Well, you got your pick. Now, you can either be really excited about all the new Green Lantern figures. Yes. Or you can be excited about the 2012 calendar. And that's going to be the thing that I'm very excited about. The calendar? Yes. The paper is a die cut to be in the shape of the Green Lantern symbol. Yeah, that's that's epic. That is very cool. I, you know, like, every year I look at the calendars and it's like, okay, well, I'm like, I don't want a Superman calendar. Or I don't want a Batman calendar. There's so many calendars where it's like, ah, it's kind of cool, but I don't need that. But a Green Lantern calendar, I'm sold. I will take that and be happy. Now, I'm not sure if it's if – because it's, the cover image is a is an image of – taken from the comics. So I'm not sure if it's a Green Lantern comic calendar or Green Lantern movie calendar. It doesn't say. But either way, I'm sure you'll take it. <laughs> you got it. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, see, either way, I'll be happy. So, uh, I guess without further ado, uh, here is Jad and John with the Larflees Report. And a very special guest, towards the oh. end. Oh, yes. Very nice. <laughs> hey, everybody, I'm Chad Bokelman. And I'm John Godwin. And this is a super special mega Larflees Report for the Lantern cast. It's been a while since I've done one of these, and with Super Show coming up, I've got a lot on my plate, uh, both personally with packing and making lists and all that, and, well, that doesn't explain why I haven't had one out in a while. But, <laughs> but um, personal reasons, let's just say that. So, Well, Chad, I can tell you that uh, we've really missed them. Oh, well... Uh, I appreciate that. I'm sure it's because of my uh, charming personality. That, and you saved me the money of having to buy a previews. <laughs> well, I get them for free, so this is why I'm able to do this. <laughs> so I've got a really cool LCS that hooks me up. So it's all. Oh, and just random shout out Tribe Comics and Games in South Austin, Texas. Awesome place. So 
Yeah, they hooked me up. Well, it has been a long time, and because it's been a long time, there are some issues, individual issues that have come out, but uh, I have made in my own personal executive decision. I'm not going to be uh, telling you guys about any individual issues as they come out because I would be assuming that most of you people who uh, who listen to this show are already buying the individual issues um, of both Green Lantern, Green Lantern Corps, Emerald Warriors, and the eventual Red Lantern series that is going to come out. Uh, and even if you're not, we'll be reviewing them on the show anyways. So I won't be mentioning those. Uh, just assume they're coming out on a regular basis. Uh, and uh, as far as individual issues go, from now on, I'll just be mentioning stuff that Green Lantern appears in. So heads up to all you Larfleys Report fans. Um, that's what we'll be getting. So I hope you're y'all are okay with that. Plus, we got the Green Lantern movie coming out. So there's going to be a lot of merchandise to talk about. You guys ready to do this? Yep. Uh, let's hop in. Uh, the first thing we've got coming out is all of the Blackest Night trades uh, in paperback form. Uh, these are every single one of them uh, are releasing in the month of July. We've got the first three coming out on July 13th at $20 price point. This is the Green Lantern, the first volume of the Green Lantern Core. Oh, not the first volume. Green Lantern, Green Lantern Core, and the main Blackest Night series trade paperback, $20 price point. Um, if you haven't picked up the trades, this is what you guys are waiting for. Now, do you think this is going to do anything to the uh, to the reorder? What reorder? Well, you know, I like picking up, you know, Blackest Night, then maybe a couple, you know, Green Lantern GLC, then Blackest Night, then, you know, GLGLC. So, I mean, you know, do you think it's going to be good to read them all in big chunks, or, you know, should, should you, you know, change between trade paperbacks to read you know, each comic from each one? Uh, I would believe that Blackest Night, Green Lantern, and Green Lantern Corps, although it's going to be an, a pain in the ass, you'll get a better, better experience if you read between the books. Uh, as far as the other series are concerned, the ones uh, from the Tales of the Core and the miniseries and the Resurrected titles, those aren't necessary for the, for the reading of Blackest Night and get the whole experience. Uh, as far as reading individually... If you're just going to get Blackest Night, the main series, you guys are going to be fine. Uh, but if you plan on reading Green Lantern or Green Lantern Corps, both or either one of those, along with Blackest Night, make sure you switch back and forth. That way you get the full experience. Or unless you have a good memory and just can remember what happens. But the reading order, it's not going to it's not going to really affect it uh, outside of the, the main three titles. And the other main three titles uh, are also coming out in trade paperback. All these are at $20 price points. Uh, two of them are releasing on July 20th, and those are the two volumes of the Black Lantern Corps, which is the miniseries. Uh, Superman, Batman, Titans, Wonder Woman, Flash, and JSA, those mini Blackest Night series that came out. So those all, both volumes. And then on the 27th of July, the uh, the resurrected titles and the uh, a couple of the other random issues here and there so Tales of the Core and Rise of the Black Lanterns, those are coming out. All of this at $20 price point. So if you've been waiting for the trade paperback, now's the time in July when the movie comes out to pick these up. I could definitely see that the movie's going to, you know, boost the sales of these substantially. Um, you know, these are also, of course, going to be offered in, in uh, you know, Barnes & Noble, Borders, Amazon. And people are going to be out there looking for Green Lantern. This is going to be the new cutting-edge stuff. So, I mean... 
the only thing I'm worried about is that with the side issues that weren't very good, people are going to judge the rest of the Green Lantern comics off of those. You know, it's, it's a po- definite possibility. I think it all depends on marketing. Uh, it depends on when you walk into the store. I mean, granted, a, a, a general bookstore probably wouldn't understand what is the good part of the series, what's the bad. I doubt they'd market it that way. But for instance, and I'm not mentioning it here uh, as, as something that's coming out, that they are re-releasing the secret Green Lantern Secret Origin trade, but with a uh, Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie cover. And it says on the cover uh, the story that inspired the script for the movie. So, Now, I saw that in, um, in one of the campus bookstores. Um, and you know, that's, that's actually been out for a while, and... And I flipped through it, and it's just the, uh, it's, I believe it's just the Rebirth. Or the, no, I'm sorry, the Secret Origin, like you said. And you know, It's smart marketing. Yeah, I was kind of surprised that they, they did decide to do it like that instead of just waiting um, or releasing a new one for the movie in particular. Yep. A lot of, a lot of fans are going to, uh, a lot of fans specifically of the movie are going to come out of that theater, and if they like it, they're going to try and see if they can pick up something related to the movie itself. And if they see that cover, they're more likely to pick it up than if they are to pick up regular Green Lantern. Because a lot of people might come out of there and go, I love the movie, but I really don't want to get into the comic series. But if they see a specific movie tie-in, whether it's figures or you know a comic that has the movie image on it or something like that, I have a feeling they'd be more likely to pick that up. So, And I could see them getting... Um... Blackest Night as well if they're advertised together and I think you know Secret Origin is a pretty good introduction of that because you get you know Red Lanterns and you get you get introduced to you know so many of the characters I think it's a good uh, it's a good jumping on point for just the rest of the series not yeah not to mention I mean we won't get into it too much but not to mention the fact that Sinestro is not a yellow lantern in in Secret Origin so when people come out of the movie they're not really spoiled as to what happens to Sinestro down the line unless they go into that in the movie that's true that's true we don't know that yet all right so next up is the heroes of the dc universe blackest night busts um on november 9th of 2011 and because this is all dc direct all these dates are subject to change multiple times um but november 11th so or november 9th so far we have arkillo the yellow lantern bust and that'll be 70 dollars and at the same time, they're releasing the Blackest Night Yellow Lantern one-fourth scale powder ba- power battery and ring prop replica set. These are the little light-up batteries. I don't know about you, but um, they they could have done so much more than just Arkillo with a Yellow Lantern. So is um is Arkillo's tongue at least around his neck? It is not. Ah, oh. well, Jim Jim might have to do a custom one of those. Yeah, his uh, his mouth is kind of open, but you do not see a tongue in it, nor do you see one hanging around his neck. So, I don't know. I, I I'm not getting it. I'm not getting any of these really. Maybe maybe um, a Green Lantern down the line, maybe a Larflees, but so that's uh, seventy bucks is too much money. Uh, although if you order through DCBS, all this stuff will be cheaper. I can't tell you how much, but because that that varies, but it will be cheaper. I would like the uh, the mini power batteries because I don't think I can afford the full size ones, but I'm not really interested in the bus, honestly. Well, the problem with the power batteries is a lot of them, unless it's something drastically different like the Red Lantern one, the mini ones don't hold true to what the the comic book says they look like. 
So that's that's a that's some you know a demerit in my eyes as far as purchasing it. Purchasing it. Definitely. Now it's still cool. It lights up, but it's not comic accurate, and us fanboys are pretty <laughs> pretty uh, serious about that kind of stuff. Where are they going to be marketed, though? Because, I mean, if they're going to be at, at Toys R Us, you know, anytime around the movie line, then you know they're going to sell like crazy. I I don't think any some I don't think something from DC Direct that is real expensive will be marketed in in a major chain like Toys R Us. I think uh, as far as statues and replicas. All that stuff you'll have to find in your local comic shop. I wouldn't be surprised if DC Direct um, markets some of their actual toy figures to uh, the main market, like Walmart and Toys R Us and so on and so forth. But inside on the of the packaging for the toy, they have an ad for their other Lantern-related stuff, like the statues and the batteries. That would be smart marketing in my eyes, but, you know, sometimes uh, they don't react smart. <laughs> And then a month later, we've got uh, another bust and another battery, and this is the White Lantern Sinestro bust and the White Lantern power battery and ring prop replica set. Now, what's what's odd is in the image for the White Lantern bust, Sinestro is just himself with his hand out, but in pictures of the bust that we've seen, he's holding Necron's heart. In the In the image I've got from previews, he doesn't have the heart in his hands. So I don't know how all that's going to work. But images we have seen have him not only holding Necron's heart, but his head looks kind of way bigger than it should. But it is based on the art of Ivan Reese, Yvonne Hayes, or however you guys want to say it these days. (laughs) Maybe that'll be a separate add-on later. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a piece you have to put in his hand or something like that. Um, I don't know if I said it before, but the mini uh, power batteries and ring props are $35 regular price. And for all of you people who are still looking for more Blackest Night figures, <coughs> Jason, uh, we have more waves coming out. Um, there's going to be a, a Blackest Night box set. Uh, this thing, it doesn't say how much it's going to be, uh, but it's got a release date of November 9th, and it's going to have Star Sapphire Fatality, Black Lantern Blue Beetle, Indigo Lantern Monk, and the Blue Lantern and Green Lantern Amalgam Hal Jordan. Now, these aren't sold individually. These are a box set, so expect to pay uh, at least $50 for something like this. Now, is the Hal that was um, that was sold at the conventions, or is it um, a new sculpt? Uh, I don't know if it's a new sculpt. It looks like the Hal that we got in the regular Blackest Night line, the Green Lantern Hal. Um, I don't personally own any of the uh, convention-exclusive colored lanterns. I know Jason does. Um, but I can tell you I do own the White Lantern Howl convention-exclusive, and that body sculpt is the exact same as the Green Lantern Howl that we got in the Blackest Night series. And this looks exactly the same, just different coloring. So we got that. But after this box set comes out, or around the same time, they're going to continue the regular Green Lantern action figure line and these are going to be coming out and they have a green lantern arcus a green lantern hal jordan and he's like a his body is completely translucent green so you got that and then you got a green lantern stell for those of you who didn't want to shell out the money for the uh collecting connect uh dc universe classics and a red lantern guy gardner 
you know, for Stell, they really should just come out with a Lego set so you could just keep, you know, destroying it and then rebuilding it and destroying it and rebuilding it. It would just save time and, you know, save money for the buyers. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Not to mention, uh, Lego used to do the thing where you had the uh, the main the main uh, display you were trying to build and then alternate ways to build it on the back. And they could have alternate ways to build Stell so he could look like a regular tin can robot or a souped up robot or whatever. <laughs> That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome marketing. Okay, and then the Green Lantern, that, that was Green Lantern Series 4. Now, Series 5 is something a lot of people are going to be interested in because it has a Sorionic Natu, that's how I say it, a regular Green Lantern Guy Gardner, and there's a blacked-out figure, but it says Sinestro. Now, that could be a White Lantern Sinestro. That could be a Yellow Lantern. Nobody knows. I'm really, really hoping it's a Yellow Lantern Sinestro because the one that's out there right now is a good 60, 70 bucks. But it's blacked out, so we do not know. It, it, they could not be wanting to spoil War of the Green Lanterns. For all we know, Sinestro could end up as a Green Lantern at the end or something else. So we don't know. But the one that everyone's going to be really excited about is a Blue Lantern Brother Warth. So all this is supposedly on sale December 14th. Oh, so now we're talking about the elephant in the room. <laughs> pretty, <laughs> pretty much. Now, I don't know if that's going to be more expensive or less, but usually when they have to use more plastic, more material or whatever, they up the price a little bit. And the way DC Direct's been running things, I wouldn't be surprised. So just uh, be wary. Now, John, I got something to tell you, and I'm sure you're going to be really excited about this one. What is it? <laughs> On sale December 14th. The Blackest Night Power Ring Spectrum Set Light Up Box. Oh, so I can finally get that white ring that's broken <laughs> again. They are re-soliciting this. They're going to re-release it. It is a $65 set. All the rings, and they light up. Now, and it says it's backed by popular demand. Well, I hope they release a... Uh... Hope they make it a little better on this release than the, than the previous one. I didn't hear very many people complaining about it, but I mean, I had three rings messed up in my set, and I could not find a new one. Yeah, I saw one in my comic shop, and they had upped the price by at least twenty dollars. Yeah, online so, it was around a hundred. Yeah, I hate that price gouging stuff, but you know, for all for all we know, they could be better. They they could have made them better, or they're just putting the same crap in the same box and just calling it new <laughs> i'm betting on that one <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised now a lot of you know i'm collecting the lead uh blackest night all all the green lantern lead figures and they are putting out even more i thought the line was dead after the regular uh new guardians but there is more people and just to tease you there's going to be, for $14 a piece, a Red Lantern Blaze with skeleton wings and all, and a Green Lantern Ganthet with box-shaped power battery. Now, now, that might be something I have to get now. <laughs> <laughs> and not to mention, these things are... The, the, uh, the ones I've been getting recently have a Blackest Night banner across the top, these ones have a Brightest Day banner across the top. So for all we know, we could be getting a Brightest Day line out of this. Now, are those box set together, or are they sold separately? 
They are sold separately. I've been getting them for a while now, and they are all sold separately. Each figure, and just so you think you're not just paying money for a uh, a little lead figure, each figure comes with a full color, five or six page uh, biography, basically about the character and their significant appearances. So it's it's very very nice. All the quality is very well done. Uh, I've recently taken pictures of the ones I have. I'm sure we'll have at least one of those up online very soon. So um, keep your eyes peeled on the gallery in the Chad's photos section, and I'm sure you'll see it there. Not to mention they are releasing a special lead figure for $32, and that means it's going to be at least uh, double the size of the other ones. Um, Usually when they're above $14, they are bigger than the others. And this one is a Necron with scythe and open chest and chains and everything. So keep your eyes peeled for that stuff, y'all. It's going to be it's going to be very, very hard to find them after the movie comes out. I can tell you that. OK, we've made it. We've made it, John. This is this is the reason I've been putting this off for so long. <laughs> there is so much Green Lantern stuff coming out because of the movies. And the very first thing up is the shirts. The shirts from gra- graffiti designs and all over the place. So mostly graffiti designs. What they're doing is they're putting out a. There's going to be a dark green shirt with the um, kind of light up muscle design on the front. There's going to be a Ryan Reynolds on the front with Green Lantern Corps on the bottom. There's a very. Um, oh, it kind of reminds me of one of the covers from uh, New Frontier. If you guys out there have read New Frontier. But it is green outlines of various members of the Corps shooting up across the side of the shirt. It's very cool looking. That one's definitely going on my list. Yeah, it's it's very. It comes in both white uh, and black. There's a Ferris aircraft shirt that says "Test Pilot" on the back. There's a black shirt that's got uh, Kilowog, uh, Tomar Ray, and Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Hal Jordan uh, flying up, up on it. There's the cover from Blackest Night number one. There's the, the the cover from Blackest Night where all the New Guardians' fists are shooting up in the air. There is a whole lot of shirts, shirts, sweaters, all kinds of stuff is coming out. So keep your eyes specifically on Graffiti Designs. They're the guys that usually put out a large portion of this stuff. Um, You can buy it from their website at graffitidesigns.com. I believe that's the website. Or if not, since they sponsor CGS, and we're all fans of CGS out here, uh, superherostuff.com. I'm sure they'll have a lot of this stuff once the movie hits. If you're interested, go pick it all up. There is so many T-shirts, so many hats, all kinds of stuff is coming out. Most of it is going to be between $15 and $20. Uh, if you're ordering it online, expect to pay a little more for shipping. So, Remember that if you're on the edge with these shirts, they stay in very good condition. I've had a full set of the shirts with the, um, the symbols with the words on it, you know, like the Green Lantern symbol with Will written across and the others. And um, as long as you wash them on cold and dry them, you know, on a, on a low cycle – Mine haven't faded at all in two years, and I wear them, you know, every couple weeks. So they they hold up very well to age. And plus, if you're going to conventions, you can usually get them um, if you buy them in a large set for a discount. So keep that in mind. 
and these these aren't like little iron on you know sticky things that are going to peel off eventually these are quality made shirts again with all the green lantern merchandise coming out y'all <laughs> it's going to be crazy and um is anybody uh, anybody i like it can all answer me <laughs> john have you heard of uh, a, a memo bot do you know what a memo bot is i don't memo bots are the little figurines um they're almost uh, cylinder shaped and you take the heads off and it's a usb oh yeah i've seen those a little flash drive well there's going to be a Green Lantern movie set coming out, uh, and each of these, by the way, are $27.95, and they're only 4 gigs, so keep that in mind. But there's going to be a Kilowog, a Hal Jordan, a Tomar Ray, and a Yellow Lantern Sinestro. All of these, you can take the top of their heads off, and it's a flash drive underneath. I bet the, uh, the plug on Sinestro is probably the biggest one there. Actually, they're all about the same height. Well, according to the picture, you know, I always thought it'd be really cool, you know, because whenever you, most of most of the USBs out there have a little light when you plug them in. I think it'd be cool to have a little light in the symbol of their chest. That would definitely sell it for me. A little yellow light in the center of Sinestro. I, th- I think they're going to come out with more of these. I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. But if, if not, they pretty much got the market covered with these four. I hope that since they're uh, they're only four gigs, they do it. Um... They do with them what they've done with a few other like things in the past where they have like bonus pictures or a little bit extra video on them or something. You know, a little bit extra would, would definitely sell them. Oh, yeah. Preloaded with trailers, uh, movie music, something. You know, especially with at twenty seven ninety five for only four gigs. I mean, honestly, folks, I paid about 15 bucks for a keychain USB, uh, USB flash drive that is exactly four gigs. So... Twenty-seven ninety-five. They they have to do something else. Now, not necessarily a whole lot of Green Lantern related, but they both Marvel and DC have been going crazy with animated movies. Um, and coming out in June, right before the movie comes out, is going to be Green Lantern Emerald Knights. Now, if you've seen uh, Batman Gotham Knight, it's uh, a collection of interwoven stories about Batman in different art styles that kind of meshes together into one cohesive story. This is going to be kind of the same thing minus the drastic different styles of art and the Blu-ray DVD digital copy combo pack is going to be $24.98. The regular DVD is $19.98. So this when this comes out I believe it's a week before the movie, the the theatrical movie hits theaters. Uh, be sure to pick this up. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be very good. Uh, I don't know how closely it's gonna tie in with the movie itself. It looks more like it's tying in uh, more directly with First Flight than it is with the movie that's that's gonna hit theaters. So be sure to keep your eyes peeled for that. And while we're on the subject of DVDs, uh, Marvel Knights Spider Woman. Asian of Sword DVD and a Thor Tales of Asgard DVD are both coming out, both quality animated movies to, to keep your eyes peeled for. I'll tell you, the uh, I watched the trailer for the Thor. It looks pretty good. It's an, uh, it's an old like uh, Hildebrandt, old sci-fi style from about 20 years ago. And it just, it looks fantastic. It looks like one of the, uh, it looks like shell, cell shading. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just not to mention guys, they are putting out a whole lot of these 
Um, and we've got a thread going on the forums now that uh, they've already told us that they are making a another Batman animated movie based on the year one storyline. So all of this is they're they're putting a lot of work into these things and and it's 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 only going to get better and better as we go. So be sure to buy the stuff and support it. I know we're Green Lantern podcast here. And, but you know, even the Marvel side of stuff is always very good stuff. So just just support it. You know, at the very least, you know, you got a comic fan out there who's got friends who are kind of interested in what they have to say. I believe they're more likely to watch an animated movie than they are to pick up an issue. You say, here, read this. Keep your eyes peeled for all that stuff as it hits stores. Okay, and <laughs> there is a lot of stuff, folks. So so bear with me. Uh, there's a magazine out there called Alter Ego, and uh, I'm not quite sure when it's coming out, but it's only eight bucks, and it's the Emerald Spotlight article, and it's basically a history of Green Lantern within a magazine. So, if you've got anybody who is gonna go with you to see the movie, who's interested in learning about it beforehand, maybe they're not into comics, but they're into documentaries or magazine articles whatever you can buy this hand it to them you could read it yourself maybe you'll learn something i'm sure there'll be a couple interviews with creators pick this up it's going to be it's going to be very good i've read one of these before alter ego's got a nice nice set of journalists uh, so to speak who do a lot of digging and they do quality interviews and they put out a very nice product the, the cover looks uh is the cover isn't very uh eye-catching but the content is worth the purchase. There's there's a whole lot of text on each page, so you're definitely getting your eight bucks worth. And uh, you know we can always use a refresher course on our history of Green Lantern. So now is it like all Green Lantern, or is it contemporary history with the Jeff Johns run? Oh no, it's all Green Lantern because it makes mention um, here about Martin O'Dell and Bill Kane. Even on the cover, there's a picture of the Silver Age Green Lantern and the Golden Age Alan Scott. So they're going in-depth about this. And I don't see anything else on the description of the product that says it's going to be uh, talking about anything else. Uh, if it does, I'm sure it's just going to be a little side articles here and there. But the main draw for the issue is a huge spotlight on the history of Green Lantern. Uh, with the movie coming out, we've got a lot of stuff, kids-related and not. Um, I was going to go into the detail about the figures and statues, but Jim and Dan and I all went into that in our Valentine's Day episode. I believe that was episode 82, 83, uh, around there. We've talked about the statues. We've talked about the bus. We've talked about the figures. So if, you, if you're if you wanting to hear more about that, go listen to that episode. But they, they're putting out even more. There's going to be a 2012 calendar cut in the shape of the Green Lantern symbol. Uh, that is 18 bucks. So be sure to pick that up if if you want. It's uh, movies coming out in June, but if you want a calendar, it's out there. So, <laughs> and for all the for all the kids out there, for all the Green Lantern fans who have kids, there's a Green Lantern movie 3D deluxe playset. There's a Green Lantern movie fun pocket playset, and these look like uh, these almost look like a, a cross between. Legos and Mega Blocks. Um, Wait, did you say there's a pocket playset? Yes. Okay, I'm getting that. 
Well, I don't the 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 image for the the company looks like a Lego, but it, what I'm reading the description here and it says for the pocket playset, each fun pockets pouch contains two travel friendly playboards and dozens of color color form stick ons. So I'm guessing there are very intricate backdrops with uh, foam stickers that you can place here and there. Uh, and the 3D Deluxe playset is the same thing, but it's 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 more interactive in in 3D. Oh yeah, I, I see what you're talking about. Yeah, this is just going to be a uh, yeah, it's just going to be kind of a move around, stick it on, have your superhero battles in 2D kind of thing. Pretty much, you know, create your own scene from the movie kind of a thing. Now, none of the price points on this uh, this stuff is mentioned, but I'm I'm sure just by looking at the packaging, you'll be able to find this in stores once you in regular stores once it hits. Um, you won't have to go anywhere special, but if you do, just look up the titles: Green Lantern Movie Fun Pocket Playset or or whatever. Um, the price point on that one, um, according to Comics Infinity, is is going to be about six dollars. There you go. Cheap, fun, you know, the kids can play with it. It's all good. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, and I'm talking under 10, I had some glow-in-the-dark stars and stuff stuck on the wall, on the ceiling and stuff. So when I turned off the lights at night, I had little glow-in-the-dark stars on my ceiling. And I'm sure a lot of you guys out there did as well. But they're releasing three different glow-in-the-dark adhesive packs uh, related to the movie. One is just stars with a big Green Lantern symbol. One is stars, a big Green Lantern symbol, a couple of smaller Green Lantern symbols, and a Hal Jordan. And the other is glow-in-the-dark stick-on figures. So each of these have a different appeal. Uh, some have characters, some have stars, some have symbols, some have just characters. So it's, it's depending on what you want, it is going to be out there. Uh, I don't know if Rachel will let me get those, but I might have to try to talk her into it. Ah. <laughs> uh. Hey, you're both Green Lantern fans. You sh- she should be up for whatever Green Lantern you want to stick. Out. If you get a 3D cardboard cutout from the movie, she should be cool with that. And, okay, maybe she's not, not into the stars, but I'm pretty sure she'd be happy about Green Lantern movie glow-in-the-dark puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's two different 300-piece Green Lantern glow-in-the-dark puzzles. Two different images... Um, one is very intricate. It's got Ryan Reynolds, Hal Jordan in the middle with uh, Kilowog and Tomar Ray and Abinsur and Sinestro. A big backdrop of the Guardians. And one is just Ryan Reynolds, Hal Jordan, and the Guardians. So these look... The packaging looks nice. I don't know how good the puzzle's going to be. But it's all glow-in-the-dark, so you'll get that energy construct feel when you turn out the lights. <laughs> I'll tell you real quick. Those are actually going to be, according to the this, those are actually going to be pretty expensive. Those are going to be about $50 each. Oh, Holy the larger one's going to be $50. That's the 300-piece or the 1,000-piece? I'm sure there'll be a 1,000-piece out there somewhere. That's the 300-piece. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> hey, some people out there got the money. If you got it and feel like spending it, more power to you, folks. <laughs> now, I've got an indie pick or two, kind of. Um, and by kind of, I mean... One is figures, and one is an actual issue. Um, So your indie pick this time around, they are finally, finally putting out Walking Dead figures. Finally. There's going to be a zombie two-pack, and these are black and white figures that are splattered with red blood. 
Uh, one of them has an axe to the head, so if you like that, you know, it's all it's going to be there for you. But the regular series, there's going to be a regular zombie lurker, and it pulls apart to become a zombie crawler, by the way. There's going to be, obviously, an officer, Rick Grimes, and it comes with a bag of removal weapons. Uh, there's going to be, uh, now, I don't know this character's name for sure, so forgive me on the pronunciation, but Michonne, Michonne, something like that. And it comes with a sword and <laughs> says tools of revenge. And the only other thing this figure is holding is a drill. So that is that's pretty sick. If, if you've read the comics and, and know what that is, that's pretty messed up. <laughs> <laughs> There's also going to be a zombie roamer and his head splits open to reveal exploding brains. Gotta love that. <laughs> exactly. If you if you're not happy about Walking Dead zombie figures, something's wrong with you. <laughs> if I could mention a couple things about that, is you know there were already uh, Walking Dead busts out that were out quite a while ago. I did um, not know that. I mean, I'm not a big bus guy, but I'm sure those look pretty cool. Yeah, they were uh, they were torso, full torso busts, um, with arms and everything. And, That's and, pretty um, cool. Yeah, one of them had like the logo of the shirt, and one was like just a zombie, and then. Uh, my, my local LCS, the son of the person that runs my local LCS, he was actually one of the zombies killed in the show. So. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. The, the show was filmed uh, actually at my campus. So. I've, I've got, a, I got a special place in my heart for Walking Dead because Walking Dead, although I only have the first two trades, my sister uh, always makes fun of me. My little sister makes fun of me always for my, uh, for my comic fandom and whenever someone spouts off any knowledge i immediately jump in there and go well this 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 and this happened this is why this character does this but it's because of the show walking dead that my sister is kind of getting into it a little bit and she's gotten to the point where she's actually asked me hey chad have you got the next trade yet i can read so i i love that she's only three years younger than me but it's uh it's nice to have my little sister not making fun of me for everything yeah <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I've got all the trades for that. Read every single one. It's just, it's 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 a great series. So I mean, I, I want I want to look at picking up some of these figures. I highly recommend it. I'm looking forward to meeting Tony Moore over at Super Show this weekend. It's gonna be nice. Might have to get you to get an autograph for me. We'll see what we can do. Uh, I don't know how far we're gonna be uh, away from the table and how all that's going, but whatever. Um, now this is just interesting. I put this on here because I'm a big fan of white tigers and there's a white tiger on the cover so i couldn't not say this <laughs> there's a series out called lions tigers and bears and um, the writer is mike bullock art by jack lawrence it's a very cartoony kind of style uh, it doesn't it doesn't tell you a whole lot of uh the backstory but the characters uh joey courtney aries venus paulo and minerva it it's it doesn't tell you a whole lot about about the premise, but the 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 art looks good. I've read a bit online, uh, a few reviews. Now these are the trades, and these are twelve ninety nine a piece. But volume one and volume two uh, should be in the stores now, or will be coming soon. So if you're out in the stores and you see this lions, tigers, and bears trade, pick it up, flip through it, see if it's your thing. Uh, if it is, plunk down the change because it's gonna be it's gonna be very very intriguing. Um. I, sorry, I can't remember the premise uh, off the top of my head, but I just 
the fact that it's white tigers sucked me in, and I'm a sucker for anything with my favorite animals in it, so just deal with it, y'all. <laughs> and there's not a whole lot of indie picks, but uh, I decided not to pick a lot because I wanted to tell you guys, really, really seriously consider getting indie books, um, whether it's Boom Studios, Image, some people don't consider those um, indie books. Whether what, Whatever your definition is for, for a quote-unquote indie book, go out. See if you can pick something up you wouldn't normally pick up. Flip through it. See if you like the art, the storyline, the writer, whatever it is that draws you into comic. Because there's a lot of stuff out there that is is high-quality storytelling, high-quality art that just doesn't get a lot of press like the main books. So whatever you may be interested in, you know, listen to CGS. Listen to um, – oh, there's another podcast out there called Major Spoilers. Um they do a lot of interviews with indie people because, well, not only is it, it does DC and Marvel get a lot of press already, but the the uh, indie corporations or companies are, are more likely to talk to you. They're more excited about their product. They'll do whatever they can to get it out there, and, and they're genuinely passionate comic fans. So if you find something, by all means, pick it up. And I can recommend... Uh... Uh, irredeemable and incorruptible you don't have to read one to read the other but they're both very good series also uh rachel one of her recommendations is a series called chew now that one you gotta kind of have a little bit of a strong stomach for but if you can read walking dead you can read chew yeah there's uh, both john and i john john's been selling comics for a while uh you know and i'm sure dan and jim would recommend this too yeah guys we do a podcast about green lantern and that's obviously dc central but we read a lot of other stuff too, and and we cannot say enough. Get out there, support the community, and and buy what you love, whether it's concept, artist, writer, whatever it may be. Just get out there and buy what you love. A couple other things here and there. I got a Marvel pick or two for you guys. There's going to be a new Ghost Rider series, and I've heard good things about the previous ones, so be sure to pick this up. It's going to be written by Rob Williams with artist by Matthew or artist art by Matthew Clark. Um, I'm looking at the cover now. It is wicked cool. I mean, how can you not have wicked cool art on something with a skeleton wearing a leather jacket on a bike on fire? So it's it's uh, there's a lot of a lot of promo stuff out there for this. A lot of reviews. This is, this is going to be something to check out. A lot of people were big fans of the previous Ghost Rider series, so be sure to pick this up and see what's going on. Give it an issue or two, see what happens. Um, it's going to be worth picking up. I'm going to grab an issue or two. I've, I've been mostly DC lately, but Marvel is coming out with some stuff once outside of all this Fear Itself event stuff that is is something that needs to catch your eye. Stay don't let the events blind you. There's other stuff out there that's on its own storyline for you to pick up, including something else. And this is cool. It's written by Mark Wade, and this is Daredevil number one. Now, I've heard good things. I think it was, uh, John, you can correct me if you know, uh, Mark Miller. Somebody did a uh, Daredevil series of, of very critical acclaim a while back. That sounds right, but I'm not 100% sure. Okay, so somebody did a Daredevil series a while back. I'm pretty sure it's Mark Miller or Frank Miller or something. You know, if I'm wrong, sue me. I haven't been at the comic game that long. The uh, the art looks good, and you know, Mark Wade, he's he's hit or miss for me sometimes, but uh, 
I'm always willing to give whatever he puts out there a chance. So, uh, especially with a character like Daredevil, I don't know a whole lot about him, but, uh, you know, I'm always looking for something new to get into. So, you know, if especially if your only exposure to Daredevil has been the movie with Ben Affleck, you know, give it a chance because there's more to this character than what you saw in that movie. A whole lot more. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, that's an understatement. But uh, oh yeah, it was Frank Miller. Frank Miller. Okay, yeah. I was I was right on the last name. Yes, somebody give me cred. <laughs> now, two things of note to mention: if you guys have been reading the Brightest Day series uh, and liked uh, what's been going on with Firestorm, and you're curious to read more. Um, normally I wouldn't mention this, but Firestorm the Nuclear Man, the very first series, is coming out in trade paperback. Now, this series was released in the 1970s. Uh, it went five issues and then was canceled and moved into the backup stories of The Flash. Now, this trade paper... Trade paper. I can't even talk. <laughs> <laughs> this trade paperback is going to collect... The Firestorm main five-issue series that first did its test run in the 70s, plus the ones from the backup tale. And the reason I'm mentioning this is because Firestorm has never been traded. So if you, up until now, if you've wanted to read something more about Firestorm, you've had, you've been excluded to back issues, as well as any time he's ever appeared in something like JLA. This is the first time this stuff has been traded. It's going to be $17.99 out on July 20th, so... If you're curious and want to know about the origin of the character, the Ronnie Raymond character, uh, the professor, how the, how the powers came about, this is going to be a good way for you to find that because chances are, especially these first five issues from the 70s, they cost some money. So especially in, in at least readable quality, at least most of the stores I've been to. Remember, if you're you know old school and like most people on the forums, if you got your start with the Super Friends, remember he was in that, so he's always going to have a special place. So, you know, seriously consider picking this one up. Exactly. Um, like I said, I wouldn't normally mention it, but like I said, you know, Firestorm has never been collected into a series unless it's the Jason Rush, you know, uh, more recent incarnation of Firestorm. So all that old school Ronnie Raymond stuff, this is the first time it's going to be out. So be out there and supporting it and finding it. That's, that's the only way you're going to get a hold of it for uh, relatively cheap. So, And while I'm at it, there's also going to be another trade out. Uh, or not, not a trade, uh, uh, an issue. For those of you who don't remember or don't know, Dwayne McDuffie passed away a while ago. And one of the things that Dwayne McDuffie is responsible for is Milestone Comics. And among other uh, African-American heroes that that company put out, the most successful was Static Shock. If you know that name, it's probably because of the TV series. That's how popular it was. It became an animated TV series. I've been scrummaging around finding back issues of that series like crazy. I've been reading it. It is sublime. And in honor of Dwayne McDuffie, DC is putting out a special Static Shock one, Static Shock uh, one shot for two ninety nine. It'll be out on June first. Uh, his costume is like it is in the in the animated series, so it'll appeal to more people. And there will be tribute material from Milestone co-founder Denny's Cohen and other Milestone uh, contributors. So it's it's both a, a tribute to Dwayne McDuffie as well as you know a new story about Static. So I th you know I think we should we should all support this. 
I don't know what to say. The, the old stuff is awesome. Um, and I'm not just doing this to suck up to the comic community and put my two cents in on Dwayne McDuffie. I honestly love the stuff he did. And if you've been liking the DC animated movies that have been coming out recently, he played a big part in those. So this is a good way to uh, show your support for the guy. Anything on that you want to say, John? No, just that, yeah, he was he was a big name. He did he was a lot of our childhoods, so it's a good good thing to consider getting. And I said I wasn't going to mention any. This is to wrap up a little bit. Um, uh, wrap up the Larfleys report. There's there's uh, Green Lantern issues coming out, obviously, but there's also the Flashpoint. Don't forget Flashpoint Hal Jordan and Flashpoint Avin Sir. Those are coming out, but DC is doing this whole retroactive line. And they have finally solicited the 70s retroactive series. Of note, obviously, is the 70s retroactive Green Lantern number one. Now, these I don't think these are going to be series. I think they're going to be one-shots. Um, yeah, one-shots. And they are $4.99, but they're 56 pages. So on sale July 27th, this one-shot is written by Denny O'Neill with Mark by Mike, Art, Art, huh, Art by Mike Grell. So if you're a big fan of the Green Lantern, Green Arrow series, uh, uh, Denny O'Neill also wrote some of the, the uh, Green Lantern issues sandwiching that series on both ends. Be sure to pick this up because uh, it's, it's a nice uh, tribute to the old school style. So, And uh, for those of you who are fans of that uh, old school Green Lantern, keep your ears peeled for uh, upcoming episodes of Lantern Cast because we got something really special in the works for you guys. Uh, I'll tell John what it is after the credits. So, haha, suckers. But <laughs> yay, preview. <laughs> <laughs> keep your ears peeled. We got something in the works. Um, oh, and also, just a quick sidebar: Denny O'Neill has been <laughs> known to say he regrets his run on Wonder Woman by depowering her and what he did. DC is giving him a second chance because he's also writing the, the 70s retroactive Wonder Woman one-shot. So if you're curious, you might want to pick that up because I think he might be doing some interesting things with that. And um, let's see here. Last thing of note to mention, they have mentioned the Brightest Day Aftermath, The Search, for a while, the three-issue mini following up uh, what the consequences of Brightest Day. What they didn't tell you is the three words after that on the title. It is actually called Brightest Day Aftermath, The Search for Swamp Thing. Now, I'm not going to give any spoilers away. I'm pretty sure everybody out there knows that what, what is involved some in some way or another. But something happens, and this is uh, going to follow up on the storyline of, of what happens to that character. Now... I've read the final issue. I won't say anything. Um, but if, if you're interested in what happened, if that uh, storyline intrigued you, Brightest Day Aftermath, The Search for Swamp Thing is coming out very soon. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And that is it for now because there is a whole lot more stuff. Check all the, the popular sites. Check uh, SuperheroStuff.com. Check Graffiti Designs. Check DC Direct. There's a lot of stuff out there, and there's no way I can cover it all, which is why I've decided that on the individual Larflees reports from now on, I'm not covering the main uh, Green Lantern issues. You all know they're coming out. You, you're all dedicated fans. I know you're picking them up. Uh, and even if you're not, we're reviewing them anyway, so it's all good. <laughs> Definitely remember, Free Comic Day is the 7th. 
That is right. Free comic book day. There's not a lot of Green Lantern stuff, but there is a free Green Lantern Hero Clicks and a reprinting of the first issue of Green Lantern Secret Origin. And uh, it's a good way to support your local shops, y'all. We all need to be doing that. Yes, we do. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of shops... Yes. um, As most of you know by now, um, for the ones who don't, um, I sell comics at conventions. My business is called Meow Comics, like, you know, cat meows. I have an eBay store. usually has between 50 and 100 things in it. I do uh, sets of comics. You can just type in Meow Comics on Google, and it'll be the first link that comes up. Or it's, you know, eBay slash Meow Comics. Um, now, if, you, if you're interested in buying something... If you're, you know, LanternCast listener, make sure to email me and let me know, and I can give you a deal on it. You know, what it is depends on what it is, but, you know, definitely let me know. You hear that, folks? A special LanternCast exclusive deal. You're not going to get that anywhere else. Now, I, I, we have somebody else in the room, don't we? Yeah, Rachel's here, too. Hi, Rachel. You've never been on the show. Come say hi. Talk to us for a little bit. Hi. <laughs> hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's good. What have you guys been up to? I, I, I know, we all know, well, if you're following the forums, you know, Rachel's in college. She hasn't been posting on the forums a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so what's been going on? How's school going for you out there? It's going pretty good. I have some stressful teachers <laughs> that like to give me a lot of work. Uh, you're learning a lot. You're, you're taking what? What are you taking? What, are you, what is your major? I'm an art major. Art major? And, and, oh, and for those of you who don't know, Rachel does do commissions. Is that right? Are you still taking them, or are you cutting yes. them down a little bit? Um, I'm going to be doing more commissions. I'm going to have more time to start doing commissions. So. All right, and she's she's done me a commission. I won a contest, and <laughs> I've I got to say her style is really cool. She did a uh, a Jade and Jesse Quick for me in color, and uh, it's it's very. I got it framed and on the wall already, so. <laughs> So it's 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 cool to see out there, and you got a link for the DeviantArt page for you? Yeah. Or you can just say the, the name. They can type it in the DeviantArt search engine. It's uh, chibi-usagi-art. <laughs> How do you spell that? It's C-H-I-B-I-U-S-A-G-I-A-R-T. All right. I'm terrible at this, guys. <laughs> just so you know, this is the first episode I've ever hosted by myself. And it was really spur of the moment. So <laughs> if you like it, tell me. If not, tell me. <laughs> it's, it's, but it, we wanted to put something out there for you guys since we're going to be so busy with Super Show. So, yeah, John. We're, we're so jealous that we can't go to that one. We'd really like to meet all you. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, I'm going to be taking a lot of pictures out there. Um, uh, I, I stole slash borrowed my mother's camera and it's got a nice quality <laughs> nice quality pictures on it so uh i'll be taking a lot of pictures trying to do video trying to do some status updates uh for facebook i mean it, if you if you're friends with me on facebook kudos to you because you get to see it but uh if not sorry <laughs> but we'll be doing as much content as we can um and trying to get more interviews where i know for sure we're going to be talking with um Adam Murdo from Comic Geek Speak a little bit more, following up on what uh, Dan and Jim talked to him about last uh, Super Show, as well as we are going to try and get a get an update from Mr. Sean Pryor of Action Lab. So, which uh, I got my stuff in for that actually. 
You did? No spoilers, but no. good? Yeah, it, it's, it comes with a, um, a panel from the comic, full-inked, actually, you know, not a panel, I mean a page, fully inked from the comic, and a, um, a pin, uh, like you pin to your shirt, and a, um, a comic with a, uh, with a sketch card headshot of one of the characters. Man, and that and that that was an exclusive for the folks who uh, donated to the Kickstarter program that they had to uh, print, publish, and solicit the first issue. So that stuff's no longer uh, quote unquote available. But it is definitely, you know what? Call up, uh, you know, I'm sure it's available on DCBS. If not, go to ActionLabEntertainment.com, I believe, or Action Lab Comics. It's one of those. Uh, just search for Action Lab Comics in Google. It'll take you there. I'm sure. They've got a lot of cool stuff in the works. Uh, I'm sure we'll get into it more on this Super Show episode, so uh, I'll save that content for later. But, um, you know, if if just keep your ears peeled, folks. There's a lot of good stuff coming down the line. You know, Jim's cracking the whip at uh, me and Dan, and Dan's cracking the whip at us too, and I'm cracking the whip at them. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of whipping going on. And I, that, I know that sounds really bad, and I don't really care. <laughs> So I'm just not going to say anything about that. <laughs> uh, I'm sure damn, uh, damn. <laughs> I'm sure Dan and Jim are uh, expecting me to make an ass out of myself at some point during this. So there it is. <laughs> All right. Um, John, Rachel, it was awesome talking to you guys and, and everybody hit up the forums. Um, you know what? Search, search for uh, John's, ebay store meow comics and remember to mention the lantern cast he'll give you a discount of some kind you know obviously it depends on what it is but he sells a lot of stuff he's more than willing to work with you um and and definitely definitely check out rachel's deviant art page uh she does quality work and it's it's very reasonably priced and uh she has a lot of fun doing it i know she she enjoys it so you know find her message her get a commission from her. I'm sure it'll help her uh, de-stress from all the, the college <laughs> that she's got going on. So that's it. Uh, I'm going to try and keep up with the Larfleas report as much as I can, but there's just a lot of stuff coming out. So we might have to do another one of these big mega Larfleas report episodes. And I'm sure I'll have <laughs> be doing a little better job at it. So, you know, if you, if you like the episode, be sure to contact us lanterncast.com is the website or we all have our individual email accounts uh, for you to email us up that's chad at lanterncast.com uh, jim, dan jason or james all of them at lanterncast.com or the main account lanterncast at gmail.com we've got a twitter page, we've got a facebook page the Larfleas Report has a facebook page let's see, we're on iTunes uh, if if you feel feel like it, you have the time Drop by, give us a review, good or good or bad. You know, we just love feedback from you guys. Uh, this is a very uh, listener-friendly podcast. We try and incorporate you guys as much as we can. The fact that I'm on the podcast as a co-host in the first place tells you we try and incorporate you guys because I was a fan of them for a long time. So this this is this is just how we roll. <laughs> and we also have a, a voicemail, which I don't have up because <laughs> the number is constantly changing on me. But uh, go to go to lanterncast.com. The voicemail number should be up there. If I'm not mistaken, it's like 206 something. So you'll find it up there, I promise you. And uh, that's that should do it. Keep your ears peeled for future episodes, both Super Show related and more. 
just uh, keep a lookout because there's a lot of stuff on the horizon, folks. That's it. Good night, everybody. Good night.